Welcome to part nine of an interview with Roman Harambura. We were talking about his book, The Dream Assassin, Volume 1. In this particular part, it's not made mention of, but there's a lot of interesting things. For instance, why were Egyptians so into cats? And where really did the white man come from? For that and more, stay tuned. Roman, you've been running seminars, workshops, lectures, spanning over a period of 35 years. Are you at present running any seminars or workshops? If so, where are you doing them? Okay. At this time, I am not running any seminars or workshops or lectures. I will be, as as with my wife, Michelle. Um, My energies have gone into my books and also my little son. I mean, I'm not doing too bad for nearly a 70-year-old so-called physical human being. (laughs) I have a four-year-old little boy that just runs me rampant. (laughs) Um, And I'm really enjoying it from that perspective. Sometimes I lose it, but other times I don't. (laughs) But, yeah, but energy, the time factor, unfortunately, on this planet, which doesn't exist in most other worlds, by the way. Time doesn't exist the same way in other worlds? No, not at all. Time was created by man. It's like religion. All religions were created by man. No fictitious God, but by man. So, why don't other planets have time like us? They don't need to. They have evolved beyond time, and many of the worlds never existed with time. What? If you go back, if you go back, say, oh, let's say 5,000 years, there was no such thing as time. There was a calendar created by different societies. There was a time clock, and they worked it by the sun. Mm Mm-hmm. But they never worked it to say 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. They didn't know what 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock was. Okay. They just believed that when the the sun moved on that arm, they said, oh, it's the afternoon mm-hmm. or it's lunchtime. They worked that out. It's only in the last 400 years did we actually start having a time thing where we worked to the second. And... We as humans have sped time up. Nobody else has. We have. How have we sped up time? Our thinking. Our logical thinking. Because now we're saying we don't have enough time in the day to complete something. So we're literally thinking at the same level as everybody else. So we're creating our own misery. Wow. And if you really admit to yourself, time has sped up. And... It's like weeks seem to be coming months and months seem to be coming years. And suddenly we look at ourselves and we say, oh, my God, I've just lost 55 years of my life. What happened? (laughs) It's because we're so caught up in our own misery or worrying about the mortgage or worrying about this or worrying about that or worrying about the future. We have to learn to stop um, you know the saying, go out and smell the roses? Yeah. Go out down the beach and walk on the sand and kick the sand and feel it between your toes. That is good, sensible knowledge to do. I see. We need to stop in the moment and start to live in the moment. Yes, we can use time to focus that moment, but not live to it like it's our God. I see. And what I said before about religion, right, man created religion, that's the honest truth, the God's honest truth. But that's not saying 
that religion is bad. Absolutely not saying that at all. I believe everything has its purpose. But we need to realize that there's a point in our life that we need to let go and evolve. Truly evolve from the past. Let the past go and move on consciously. Listen to our inner self because that's where the real so-called God is inside us. Tell us about the soul. The soul is forever. It's infinite. It's this divinity. The spirit can perish and dissipate back into a nothingness. But the soul is forever. The soul puts out the spirits, the facets, all over the world to live out existences and then rejoin eventually back to the soul. Mm-hmm. And the soul comes from the infinite source, which is the beginning of living energy. Wow, which is beyond any dimension. Beyond any dimension. Absolutely. That's why I can time travel in my time asleep. I can go anywhere I want to. I'm learning, by the way. I'm yeah. learning. Yeah, we haven't spoken much about that. Hey, I ha- my friend asked this question. I, I realized I didn't know. I know about the spirit and the soul when it relates to us. I have an idea of that thanks to you. What I have to ask you right now, what is the deal with animals and insects and fish and all that? What, what is the deal when it comes to spirit and soul with them? Okay. They don't have a spirit and they don't have a soul like a human would or like another alien being would. What they have is a source of energy that Mother Nature created. Mother Nature creates life. Aliens have created many forms of life out of other life forms upon this planet right throughout human history and other planets included. It's like a dog. A dog doesn't have a spirit the way we do. If it perishes on this day, in this moment, it can go out and it can be in the astral world for a period of time. But it's not in the human world. When you see a dog, most of the time, it's the human who passed over that has recreated their same circumstances when they were alive. So it's them who has created the dog and are not even aware of it. Yeah, I follow that. You um, follow that? Yeah, and so it has, how do you, like, uh, Mother Earth has supplied an, an animal-type spirit to all the different creatures? Absolutely. Right. But aren't Absolutely. they, aren't they, couldn't, couldn't we say that these creatures, like we were once like them, like we all came from small being, small cells from the, uh, from the ocean, right? And we evolved yes. and we evolved and we evolved and eventually... We became, say, humans, and they're kind of on that we that that ladder as well, aren't they? One of the one of the funny things about evolution, Michael, is um, yes, you're right. Most life forms evolve from the oceans. That is true. Over billions and billions and billions of years, how many billions? I don't believe anybody will ever know until we become so conscious of our existence that we become infinite in our knowing, then we will know the answer to that question. But at the moment, evolution 
is what it is, whether we create it or aliens create it, but we are what we are. And even the Neanderthals, they do come from monkeys and uh, chimpanzees and um, apes and gorillas. Um, other life forms aliens have played with and created different races on this planet over hundreds of thousands of years. I mean, if we look at our civilization, we're 928,000 years old in evolution when the first 87 Acharons, who were very naughty people... 87,000. 87,000 were placed on this planet and they mixed with the locals, yes, intimately and created a very big race of beings because their technology in their understanding consciously helped evolve the Neanderthals. But there was a lot of confusion at the same time because they couldn't recreate the technology that they originally had because they didn't have any hardware to create it. No machinery. So they didn't bother, but they become, over many hundreds of thousands of years, they did build boats, they did travel, they did trade, and that's where they discovered Atlantis. But the story of Atlantis is so much more detail, and it would take 10, 15 hours to talk about who Atlantis was and why, is, why was Atlantis in existence. And who actually created? So, yes, in those topics to come in our podcast, we're going to talk about Atlantis. And I am going to express some things that is going to shock a lot of people. Where it came from and who the Atlantans, Atlanteans were and why Atlantis blew up, literally blew the island so bad it was like 50 nuclear weapons going off at one time and it destroyed everything. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting topic later on. Excellent. Yeah, I look forward to that. And, I have to, and I'm really um, wrapped that I've heard some new stuff from you today that's really good. Oh, you know, I'm going to be picky. I'm going to be picky, <laughs> Roman. Just to clarify with, uh, say, insects and dogs and other animals, yes. they, have a, they kind of have, a, like you say, you, they don't have a spirit like a person does. They have a spirit given, say, by Mother Nature. Mother Mother Earth, mm -hmm. and does this does this creature that we know, like our pet, for instance, does our pet die and reincarnate another time after? Yes, it does. It, does. it can do that. Yes, yeah. yes. But just realize that humans on this planet, as humanity, we are thought conscious beings. Sure. And there is no other life form, when it comes to the animal kingdom that actually has thought consciousness where it can think for itself. Yes, you can teach an animal um, repetition through repetition. You can teach an animal to jump a loop or run a circle or remember things, a word. You can repeat a word and because you've repeated it so many times, it is aware from that perspective, but it cannot think consciously. It doesn't have it. That's the difference. So we, as humans, are the only thought-conscious beings on this planet. Now, dogs remember pictures. They literally take pictures. They're better than us. They have, they have better smell than us. They have better hearing than us because they go back. I mean, where did the dogs come from? 
the dogs were created by man a long, long time ago. And dogs were created from wolves. All these different wolf species created all the dogs that we have today through man. Just like the cats were created over seven and a half thousand years ago by the Egyptians. They wanted the perfect black cat. And anything else that they, sorry, anything else that they created was given to the, the lower end of the people. But where did they get the cats from? They went around the world over a long period of time and they captured every single cat species there were. And they allowed them to mate and remate and remate and remate until they eventually created the perfect cat. Now, what's interesting about that philosophy, why? Where did that come from? Why did a species like the um, the Egyptians, sorry, the Egyptians ever create something like that? It's because the high end of the Egyptians was an alien and he wanted to recreate. And that's a proven fact by physical people, by the way. Okay. That's a proven fact. They're just trying to keep it secret. There is so much more knowledge about our past than we could ever admit to ourselves. So much. So much. Wow. I trust you enjoyed part nine of an interview with Roman Harambura based on his book, The Dream Assassin, Volume 1. For more on Roman, find him at etcconsciousness.com or his book, thedreamassassin.com. My name is Michael Yon. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more.